Alma Pictures and Baker Street Media present Second Z's Cubed. Second Z's Cubed is a technical podcast dedicated to critiquing and celebrating performing arts and inspiring the next generation of creatives. So welcome, welcome back to Second Z's with the usual host. We're back today and this time we are going to be discussing Libya and some music from there. And we have um, Shetwa and Gilani, and they have a piece that is actually bagpipe music from the same country. And I will tell the audience, I will start with this, see, because I think you should all wonder why I picked bagpipe music. That is because I am part Scottish and I have a very soft spot in my heart for bagpipe music. So as soon as I saw that we had bagpipe music, I was like, wow, let me see what this is sounding like. So I found it and actually I wasn't disappointed with the sound of these particular bagpipes. And the other thing that I'll mention right off is that um, I thought it was very interesting how the how the uh, the different, the different the use of the rhythm, the use of the melody with call and response style. I had not heard that in bagpipe music before, so that was fun. And I think just a general thought about it before we kind of talk more about this is that um, for me, it was very, just really, really great experience musically to, to say, ah, oh, yeah, this is still feels like, this region, but of course, some people were like, "You're crazy if you like bagpipes," but I like them. So, and apologies to anyone who hates bagpipe music, but we are going to discuss today the same. And now we're moving into the song "Higher to which I personally am not a fan of. I love the bagpipes. <laughs> I love Sozokra, but the song itself. Good lord, uh, the <laughs> lyrics. I thought you would not like. <laughs> I I found the lyrics to be ridiculous, but I <laughs> yeah. I I even had I even played it for my cousin because like my mom can get a little crotchety about this stuff. So like I'm like maybe I just need a second opinion. Um, so I did have my cousin like listen to it and she was like listen it feels like they're just taking their their uh not so great lyrics and then interspersing it with traditional Libyan musical instruments but not even in the fun way that is usually done so Zukra the bagpipes <laughs> is like a pretty focal point um culturally speaking. So whenever there's like a wedding or you know, someone successfully graduates from uni or high school or someone's to a new home, it's like this big celebration. That's part of the culture. And so they'll bring in this Zukra band, bagpipe band, and you know, like there'll be like a flute and drums and stuff. And it's very much like very hype vibes. Everyone just kind of congregates together and there's a lot of whooping and hollering and such. Uh, so uh, it is, it's something that definitely gets the blood pumping and gets you excited. So it's like they were trying to take that energy 
and then bottle up with those those lyrics. Um, <laughs> I could not. Yeah, I thought. Moral of the story: I, yeah. never burn a guitar. Just the moral <laughs> of the story: straight, do not burn a guitar ever. You know, yeah. guitars. No, I hang. You know, the moral of the story uh, is don't mess the first up time, see second music. time quarters. Not yeah, but <laughs> or burn guitars. Yeah, <laughs> you can't no do burn. that. No, <laughs> it sounds like a rock song to me. Please tell me, are these guys um like kind of more contemporary? Like, yeah, I didn't uh, listen. I don't know. I don't know. The they century. probably are. It was just uh, funny. Like I thought. <laughs> It's like a rock song. It's like a blues song, rock song. It you listen the laugh, to it. It's the same thing with the blues. Like it's like that. every woman, every woman in the blues is evil, evil, oh, evil. Yeah. You know, in the blues, it's evil. You're evil in the morning and evil in the night. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's like, it's a little bit like that. You know, I take you here and I take you and you just say it's evil. You're evil, You're evil woman. You just say it's betrayal. Oh, no, it's not betrayal. You think it's betrayal. Oh, wait, baby, I got someone coming for you. Bum, 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 bum. You know? <laughs> But like with the blues, there's like elegance. There's like elegance to blues lyrics, and like there is no Mm. elegance to these lyrics. (laughs) <laughs> oh, come on, you know, I will say the beginning bold, you know, as I took it, the beginning bold, you know, I thought, well, hey, you know, then, then of course, it went off, you know, it like went on to, to, to the woman. And, I'll tell you and, why, um, I, I'll tell you one thing, I'll tell you why. I, really, funny lyrics. I had a feeling that those lyrics in that section would, might be a bit like kind of, you know, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did. I actually picked this song because I wanted to have a conversation against the lyrics <laughs> on a topic totally different tack. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I actually See, I didn't picked get this the song because half. I got Getting a good laugh kind of like about it. Like swing it, maybe. I, I kind of got okay. Well, you got something coming for you, so I'm thinking, well, okay, the guy he's coming in with the guys, the other guys. All dressed in suits, doing a like a boogie. You know what I mean? Coming yeah. in the style, you know, full on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Greece, and and yeah. Um, you know, um, so so I'm guessing not. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, like, I know sometimes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They're I mean, well, for that song. But it is, yeah. it's got a mixture, you're right. So it's so mixed, you know, you can hear the culture and the music, uh, you know, that the, the, not the culture, but the mixture of different yeah. things. Because I was hearing different things and I'm going, hang on a second, where does that come from? It's a fusion, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mostly picked it because it's a fusion, not for the lyrics, mm. and definitely to take the lyrics mm. on a different tag, which I will tell you which tag is going on later. But uh, okay. yeah, I wanted to sh- I wanted to explore this fusion thing. Because, yeah, I heard mm. the lyrics and had a good laugh, for sure. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> my my mom was like, what, what, what are these words? They're like, she's like, this is not like highbrow entertainment. I'm like, no, it's not, mother. <laughs> no, it's not. No. See, some of my selections are not going to be highbrow, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, you go, buddy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Take me there. Yeah. <laughs> this is more for a laugh, she, actually. Yeah. I think she's just. I come, I'm not musical, but my maternal side of the family is very much musically oriented people. Um, like, you know, my mother played instrument, my uncle did, you know, like during family gatherings. 
my great uncle would bring up the road mm. and uh, piano and such. <laughs> was very much she she was in like the long thank you for the constructive feedback. I will I will continue to listen and to research. <laughs> that was interesting. That was good. Sorry, but you broke up a lot there. So I was like kind of reading in between the lines. Forward is forward is rock and roll, but it's forward. It's it seems it's just got a very very. It's a very small kind of distance it's giving you. Yeah, I mean Libya is is such a. I mean you 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 know Libya, you see, and and it's like I've always you know wanted to know more about Libya. I mean we've had connections with Libya, you know, yeah, done, yeah long ago um mm-hmm. and then then that seemed to all go pear-shaped and um then yeah then then suddenly we don't hear about libya you know it's like one minute libya is there and then next minute what do I, the, the whole media just moves away yeah yeah um, am i right whatever you did um, there was better Never about the okay. culture, never about the, you know, you never get this this, this overview of the, the incredible culture that is there, the multiculture, the, the the history, the as you say, being on a route that was the designated route of the biggest shipping uh, company built the beginning of what would be the biggest yeah. company in the world, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's where the BLC and all those boys and the BLCs and the DLCs and la, 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 all decided to go like with their boats and up and down and take over the world. And um, it is where it started and it passed through Libya as well. And a lot of that history, as you say, was left there, um, you know, and people settled there. And, and that I find fascinating. You know, I really mm-hmm. do more so than anything. You know, and, and the yeah. musical style for me, you know, coming into that music is 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 like, uh, it, it's difficult to actually even equate the instrument with the with with the bagpipe because the bagpipe is very specific, but yet mm-hmm. you can see the influence of it. Yeah, actually. Um, uh, it's it, 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 and then the way it's connected to the east is it, so strange. Yeah. Because there's such a strong Eastern influence that sits there in that beat, that like that's it, that beat, you know, and mm-hmm. um, uh, that kind of influence. Then you you hear the singing comes in, and the way the singing is mingled and mixed, you can see that Italian influence as well, you know, at the end of like you know mm-hmm. of lines and things. You you pick up that whole thing that's going in there. Um, so yeah, culturally, that's what I would love to know about Libya. You know, mm-hmm. more than anything. It is a very rich um, and very diverse culture in the sense of just as how you pointed it out. There are like so many influences in the country. Mm-hmm. I mean, if like you even look up um, the capital Tripoli within mm-hmm. like a five minute like drive span of each other, you have an ancient Roman arch and then yeah um, uh, an ottoman um mosque from like the 1600s and then an italian cathedral that has been converted into a mosque so it's like very much representative of course like within the structures of the city um but 
and like there, even within the city of Tripoli, there was a very big Jewish influence as well. Um, and, um, even like, I believe there were Maltese, um, Christians in the capital. Yeah. 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 Um, and then of course there's a sizable Amazir, um, population within the country of Libya. So they're very much like influences. And so even if you look at the people of Libya, they look very like different from each other. Yeah. Yeah. Even within one family, you will see wildly different features. Wow. I think it's super cool because it's like a whole like place where like so much came together to create something really rich and really, really amazing. I had a Libyan friend who did one of those DNA tests and it was like amazing. She had... Um, Ashkenazi Jewish in her. She Whoa. had a Cameroonian. She had Turkish. She had like a whole, wow. mi- like a, a very diverse mix. And it's not even like, oh, like 0.02%. It's like 5%, uh, 10%, that type of thing. Uh, uh, it was amazing to see. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's because of why it's this interesting here is because we, we sort of in a similar, you know, it's very similar in that way uh, to, to what is South Africa as well. Um, also, once again, a shipping route, um, you know, a destination, a place where some people would stay and settle, you know, and some would move on. Um, and, and, and as you say, you can drive with uh, in a few minutes and hit all kinds of different cultures all at once. Mm-hmm. Um, can you hear me okay? So it's, it's yeah, you're good. I'm also could break yeah. up, yeah. Um, so, uh, the, the, it's, it's, it's like, it's, 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 it's just, I listen to all of it and like, I go, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, you know, you take the people, yeah, and the mix that goes on and the difference between each and the individual that is like, you know, the different kinds of would have been put, put into like tribes tribes and then of course the other divisions and those divisions but the difference in looks the way people are the way how different looking are within the malay influence you know being down here again i once again seeing the malays it's like because i've lived in i'm in cape town at the moment down on the coast and the colony you know um it's so like it's 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 where it all started and, and then it's very much like with libya and tripoli and etc where uh, the mix within the people, it's so strange because, it, yeah, I lived here for, for like about 15 years, but still there's a connection that exists between, like say now, what the so-called Malays, do you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Where Malay people, I mean, come on, it's, it's long lines away, but it is still here as a kind of mm-hmm. a culture stage. It's almost like the ancestry state. It really is. Mm. Um, uh, you know, it's like, uh, yeah, it's like you don't, you don't say like, um, you know, well, I don't know what the politically correct term is in Europe or thing now. I think it's, 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 um, um, uh, well, oh, I can't even think of the, the politically correct term. It's, uh, but yeah, like generally speaking, people will say that they're colored, you know what I mean? Or you would say you're also some massacant, you know, you're, you're a mother's child, you know? Um, generally is how Cape Tonians will refer to each other kind of more or less a <laughs> mother's child you know which I think mother's is a lot of a mother's child yeah that's it we're all a mother's child 
Oh. Nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Masa Kunt. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also understand that there's, um, you know, like a pretty big Southern Asian influence as well in South Africa. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Southern Asian. It's, 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 you know, very much like I think you take, as you say, uh, DNA from, yeah, you know, is, is mix, 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 multi, multi mixed, you know, DNA. You know, yeah. um, the weird thing is that the only pure DNA generally found is in Africa is African, like genuine. You know what I mean? Like African mm-hmm. uh, is is pure blood. It's just like the, you won't find any any like anything, no Neanderthal, no this, no that. You know what I mean? And then all around, all it's it's a very weird and strange thing, the way these things like sort of happen and sweep their way in. But you draw it back, it all comes back down to a conglomerate that was formed a long time ago called VOC. And that was it. And that was your biggest kind of, what do you call it, uh, your beginnings of your um, big five, so to speak. You know, the guys with the big bucks around the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the beginning mm-hmm. of it. Um, yeah. was those guys, yeah. You know, and... Uh, uh, it, it changed the whole world. It changed everything. I mean, if you look at how many of us have been affected around the planet, uh, just simply by trade, the movement of trade, the movement of people, yeah. the movements of things, and then the, the links that happen. <clears throat> like I said, I'm always disappointed about the fact that you don't get to hear more about Libya. And Libya is not like, I mean, Libya is like put like, you know, it's kind of hidden away kind of thing, you know? Yes. And I find that so disappointing. It's it's it really yeah. is, you know, because uh yeah. Libya like is a very low key like country. Yeah. Yeah, it's very low key and like small population. So um there's always gonna be like maybe three degrees of separation between one Libyan and the next. Um in you know, very hospitable people. Um, but at the same time, I think that they tend to err on the side of being low key, not very much like mm. out and splashy. Um, mm. do you both, are you familiar with this old Egyptian song from the nineties is like gained worldwide recognition It's called Habibi and Nurelayen? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. the composer yeah. of that song is a Libyan. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, Libyans are everywhere. I mean, you know, like I say, in the, in the 80s especially, I, you know, I was, I was I was, meeting a lot, like, as you say, different Libyans. Libyans, that didn't, they look completely different from each other. Um, you know, the great guys that I met, you know, wonderful. You know, very, very beautiful hearts I found, you know, with the guys that I, I met. And then one friend of mine that I kept contact with, he got at one stage very, he, his heart was, I think, it was broken, I think. It's almost like uh, what went on within the country broke his heart, so to speak. He yeah. lost his spirit. It was a funny thing yeah. to see, um, yeah. you know. Um, and 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 I mourned for that. I remember that back then, at that time. You know, and I've always felt, felt an affinity for, 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 I don't know why, for Libya. Uh, great affinity for it. And I don't know why. You know, it's like, um, 
I've always felt that there's something special in Libya that is being hidden almost. And and in the in the music, if you listen to that music, it's not you can't call it cultural. It, I don't find for me, you know, it, it's it's kind of almost like it's uh, separated as well, like you say, three degrees separation there. You know, even mm-hmm. even the music itself seems to be um, man. It's a hard thing to put your finger on. You know, it's like when you take something that that is deeply entrenched entrenched within a culture, it's got a different kind of body to it. And when 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 you hear this, this is a lot more lighter on the periphery, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Um, please tell me if I'm wrong. I'd love to be wrong. What do you mean by light on the periphery? Light on the it's not involved within the heart of the people. Mm. If you get what I'm okay. saying, it's not an anthem. Let's put it that way. Definitely. <laughs> no, you know, like some songs are like kind of anthems. No, I don't mean an anthem. You know what I'm talking about. You get songs that are the traditionals that are like, I mean, even here the silliest song like uh, Sari Mare is is mm-hmm. almost like an anthem here. You know, it's a, the, the lyrics mean very little. It's like, you know, Sari Mare, you know, Sari Mare, I want you. You know, what is your mother going to mm-hmm. say? You know, that kind of thing. Um, but that's like, it's got a, it's within the heart. Uh, yeah. you know, uh, other thing, and and uh, correct. That's why I asked if it's more contemporary. This, you know, if it's coming from more, you know, uh, from you know more recent. Um, mm-hmm. Because then, yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Am I talking absolute yeah. rubbish? Because I, uh, you know, no. it, it's, oh, I thank think God. It's, thank you. I think thank it you, is thank not. You. No, it's definitely okay. not part All of the right. main part. Yeah. <laughs> this this takes us to the tag that I want to go to. Okay, so we know that this song particularly doesn't doesn't hit what we would call virtue in male <laughs> gentlemen. But what I want to talk about is what is virtuous. Because we can hear a song like this and laugh and be like, what the heck is this song? Which is exactly why I found it and was like, fine, we'll go with this. I'm going to have a laugh. (laughs) But what I think the tag that I want to go on is like, what have we found in, I would say, what would we found on on the, what would make a virtuous person, we would say virtuous man, virtuous woman. And I was literally having this conversation with somebody uh, the other day, and we were talking about what makes someone virtuous or this. Because, like, of course, if someone is singing this to you, you will be like, "What is wrong with you? Are you on you're on drugs or something? Get off! Get away!" <laughs> but yeah. but like no, but like obviously we we react a certain way because we have a standard of excellence. I would say as far as like what we expect in music or in terms of culture or like in terms of like what would be virtuous what is what is something that creates i would say excellence for example in in somebody or in someone for example so this kind of the that's the tag i'm going to as you can see Mm -hmm. not the tag (laughs) that they were taking at all (laughs) but this is the tag where i'm going to and also that's why i think we 
we can talk very seriously about this topic in art. I want to specifically talk about what mm. represents male virtue in art. Okay, because, well, now, ladies and gentlemen, we know that we have all kinds of variations of identities and all, and I'm not saying that we will never talk about whatever. But right now, because we did find this song, which will be off-putting to many people, some people like, well, that's totally how it is. Some people will be like, that's very off-putting. I want to talk about what have we seen in art that demonstrates male virtue, virtuous qualities. For example, I'll start with, you can always go to places like Rocky Balboa, who demonstrates a lot of male virtue in different areas like of his life. Not all, but he definitely has certain qualities like courage, like, um, you know, like standing up for the woman, like, like, you know, that you love, like, like fighting for a cause that is good. Like there's a lot of virtuous qualities that you could say in different characters yeah. or, or take Aragorn who you could say from Lord of the Rings to be like the most virtuous character in fiction um, yeah. I would say in my opinion that's very biased though yeah. because I love Lord of the Rings but I think yes. like, I think I would love to discuss with you guys what you have seen in performing arts representing male virtue because lately in the culture we mostly get get shown the opposite and, true. and so I want to talk about what we have seen that it's virtuous because that's going to be hard to find for some for for some people that are our listeners. They may be like, well, I haven't seen that recently. And that's a cultural symptom. Right. But that's what I'd like to discuss. Yeah. And that's why we're taking a different tack. And by the way, well, to all Libyans, yeah. wait, one thing, one thing to all Libyans, I do not intend this to be a reflection at all on you. I just wanted to use it as a prop. So please excuse me. Oh no. You've raised the ire of the Libyans. I'm sure I have probably mm. a- <laughs> but I do not yeah. mean this on that tech. So <laughs> Yeah. Come get your Fujita, yeah. It's you know, what is virtue? Because we're always looking at virtue when you speak of, of, of virtue um, it, it being a very, also an old term. Let's, let's be straight. Virtue is an old term. It was used, you know, it's not like... Right, that's uh, why I'm bringing it up. Get a not a modern thing, yes. Yeah. So, so it has all the reflections, of course, of of historical virtue. You know, uh, the, the what would have been put down as like a virtuous man. You know, it's like a Rudyard Kipling pope. So, um, <clears throat> I'm not being facetious. I'm I'm saying in the sense of that it's always a perception. Of, right. And that perception is constantly shifting and changing as the virtue of any, the virtue of the woman, the virtue of whatever you want to call it, the virtue of, of humanity, if you wish. Uh, by pure, uh, by the, the mere fact of consumerism, Mm-hmm. Uh, male and female are used very often because we're talking now about accessories, clothes, etc. You know, and look, and certain things that are then projected and sold. Uh, you know, in 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 the uh, uh, popular culture as to what would be virtuous now, changing to another thing. 
They would be called sexy. They would be called uh, this. They would be called that. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So mm-hmm. virtue, when you come into let's take a modern context, virtuous man, what is portrayed as a virtuous man. Keanu Reeves is portrayed as a virtuous man. Right. Like, you can't touch him. You know, that's the way it's portrayed. This, this dude is humble. He's this, he's that. He's, he's all the good things, you know, which is fantastic, marvelous. Um, but personally, I think uh, with the, the perception that we have of today compared to the virtue of what were the virtues of the knights, where um, apparently it was taken very seriously when knights of old, you know what I mean, going all the way through. We're not talking about those other guys who, you know, got all the money and stuff and beat everybody yeah. up and a bunch of mercenaries. Um, but uh, also, yeah, built a lot of things as well. But the virtues of a knight, those kind of things, you know, to which some men do ascribe, yes, Um and uh, generally speaking, I, I, it, it's very difficult for me to look on any humanity and place it under virtues um, compared to what is always my question. Um, virtuous compared to what? That's why I'm bringing this up because it's a fascinating. Yeah, you know, because uh, where it ends now is like. Um, <laughs> To, 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 to create a virtuous person, and when I say create a virtuous person, virtue in its essence uh, speaks of some kind of publicity. Yes, because um, one, one's virtues would never be expressed. Virtues are of modesty. Mm-hmm. Uh, virtues do not speak. Virtues keep to themselves. Virtues in any part of humanity or deed or whatever, you don't go out and tell the papers. You know, a person does a virtue and is virtuous purely because that's what is to be done, because that's what we are. It's a choice decision. No, not even a choice. It's a decision, I think. So it's any human's decision in the individual sphere. But then you can go, like I say, it's so many different levels of virtue that you're dealing with because it is, uh, it is most definitely an outgoing word. It's not an inward word. Um, you know, it's like uh, to say someone to have virtuousness, okay? Well, great. All right. Um, so... Uh, do I have to tell you about it in order to be virtuous? Or if I just do it, is it still You don't virtuous? have to tell them about it, but what, you see what I'm saying about what, you see where what I'm, I'm makes here. someone yeah. that way now? Like, obviously, well, the, the simple qualities of any human have changed. What, yeah, but surely it, it, it is the virtues, the virtues of us is uh, the virtues of humanity is that what we are given as in a physical um, um, uh, entity um, is an animal that works uh, accordingly, a biological structure that works according to stimulus and reacts or responds. Now, that's what we're dealing with on the physical level. Then you're dealing with, which includes, uh, sorry, I'm getting all kind of like, hello, I'm a professor from UNAFSHAW, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it's, 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 it's from the in the brain, in the brain, and all this stuff. Thing, but we all we all speak of what is the higher self. You see, right. now, virtue aspires to the higher self. 
virtue aspires to grasping to the higher self uh, within one's one's own uh, set of, and it runs into the next word, morality, um, which is also, once again, perception. Um, what morality exists between uh, a gazelle and a, and a cheetah? Is there a morality, you know, that exists there? It's impossible to put a morality onto that, but onto us, people can put out like, a virtuousness and a morality and certain standards and things that are placed there on high for us to attain. It's kind of like being happy. Um, it's that uh, these things are placed there instead of taking us as we are, as we are, with all of it, all the mess, all of the stuff that we've labeled as X and X and X and X. You know, we, we, we've had to do that for some reason it is. And it all exists as one entity and then to place virtue into any context of the human being means you have to then arrive at a place where you're looking at them above themselves, despite themselves. That could be. Or we can be looking at certain qualities that... There's the qualities, definitely, which are, I, they are the human qualities. What are our natural desires? What are our emotional desires? Because emotions and, and mm. the, these things that we have are essential, deep, my deep, it was deep desire and always has been, but yet it seemed like uh, I could not admit it because that would be breaking out of the shield of, of whatever is my protection. Um, to say that um, I, I, I strive for love, I strive for gentleness, I strive for humanity, I strive for that that, that feeling of, of, of oneness, I strive for the, the betterment of another. I, those are the things that are within me i want gentleness right yeah i I want gentleness i want yes i want i want if possible you know i want i want i want everything of course um it's it's these are the things that are inside of me deep inside of me when i strip the onion uh, and get to it it is the same as i think any um any animal wants is to have their food to have their peace to have the feeling of safety and security, to have a place to go to, to have beauty around them, to have a place where they can rest at night with the others that are close to them all in harmony, and to be able to just simply be at peace. So, this Aya, is the greatest place I could ever think of. Um, as far as virtue, because... You have to, of course, put into consideration different cultural differences and what virtue means in mm-hmm. each culture. Um, and it's so funny that you mentioned Aragorn, because as soon as you posed the question, my mind immediately went to him. Really? You know, <laughs> it immediately went to him because he, in I mean- terms of like fiction, I would say he is like the model for virtuousness. Um, in, yeah. yeah, exactly. And there was, um, there's been kind of like a phenomenon being studied of why Lord of the Rings has resonated so much with millennial women. And I think that the fellowship as a group 
can be a study on what virtue means, even though each character is so different from another. They are all still virtuous in their own way. Even Baromir, who is, you know, oftentimes shown as a sort of villain from people who don't really understand his character, I feel, is a virtuous character. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. He's he's a virtuous character and he, you know, made a mistake, um, but that virtue still persists and the presence of mistakes does not negate that virtuousness and that kindness and nobility in a person. Um, You can still be silly and mischievous and have virtue like Pippin and Mary. Um, You can be, you know, tender and loving to your other friends. Um, You know, to have virtue doesn't necessarily mean to have these like big splashy actions that people associate with virtue. There is a quietness and a calmness to it. It is just innate. It is part of your being. You know, it's not necessarily someone who's organizing fundraiser after fundraiser. And that is, you know, the pinnacle of virtue. I feel like it takes on many different forms. Um, And I think ultimately it comes down to kindness and being cognizant of other people, not being self-centered. I think that's kind of what it boils down to once you stop centering the self and trying to be considerate of others, that's where the virtue comes in. I feel like if you do not care about others around you, it is very hard to have that virtue within you because virtue requires you to not just focus on your own self, but explore and think of others and um, society as a whole around you in small ways, you know, not necessarily like big grand ways, but that's kind of my feeling on it. Um, And I don't want to have any spoilers, but just one of the more recent examples of a virtuous character um, amongst men, at least uh, would have to be from Barbie the character of Alan. Um, I think a lot of people have been discussing Ken, of course, but um, Alan was a virtuous character. Um, He stood for what was right, even though he was very scared and fearful because the presence of fear does not negate someone's actions. Um, He made hard decisions and he was, again, cognizant and kind to others around him. That's kind of where my mind is at right now. Perhaps it isn't the most in-depth um, analysis of virtue, but oh, but that's where my mind immediately leapt to when you pose that question. I'm going to go to the word, the Latin and the French, because what I always think when I hear the word virtue, I always think about the French word virtue and the Latin because that's where yeah. you're coming from, mm-hmm. so, or, or virtu, like and virtu, it comes for virtutem, or virtus, comes from like excellence, uh, mm-hmm. like excellence in an object, passion, or art, can also mean goodness, um, and also when in the context could mean like before long time ago could mean like manliness what it mean to be a man back then uh, like you know the as in the, the you know the knights template like knights like Johnny was saying and it mm. also is 
relating to the word um like your conduct your your inner con your inner conduct your your excellence like moral excellence is what it originally mean like mm-hmm. moral excellence what is excellent what is beautiful promoting beauty excellence good promoting good and mm-hmm. also means strength and and vigor or ability mm-hmm. um and it can also mean a high character bravery courage excellence worth um something that is like pure or 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 like you you like for example like a like a gem like say the, mm. the gem, mm. gem like mm. it's so clear so there's yeah. no there's nothing or prudence justice hope these are all related to temperance mm. uh fortitude hope charity and of course fide which is mm. in the faith mm. Uh, faith, not just like faith as in related to religion, faith, but faith uh, as in related yeah. to home. That's it's like religion. samurai. Yeah. yeah. So like, facciare de necessitate virtutum. So like, you're like, like you're like, this necessary, necessary, it's necessary to have, for them it was necessary to have virtue, right? And even virtue. And even now, the French still believe a lot in the vertu. So the mm. the vertu. And so for me, true, like, yeah. when I hear virtue like this, I go to vertu <laughs> French, <laughs> and I go to Latin, and I go to Italian. So I'm more thinking of it in the, yes. I guess, a holistic yeah. frame rather than yeah. the yeah. you know the the code of of honor from the the knights. And I, I like what you said. Mm-hmm. I like what you said, Aya, because you have a very interesting thing which you mentioned that like you, you're standing up in a hard place. That I think really is something that I guess something that inspires uh, like just good to inspire something admirable or something that makes someone feel inspired or or like I don't know. I don't know if it makes any sense, but yeah. Yeah, no, it does. And I'm with you there. You know, it's like, but I I always um, am looking at the, the, you know, the the comparisons. It's like, Mm -hmm. if you had to take just the the actor, it's taken, if we're working in that sphere, we're going to go there. Yeah, we're going there. (laughs) Let's just take Mr. Smith. Right, Mr. Smith. (laughs) Oh, Uh, yes. Mr. Smith was doing, for, for, for how long was Mr. Smith? From a teenager, we watched him grow up and uh, came into all the different various kinds of um, um, age groups in different ways. Um, uh, you know, the fact that uh, he's been around long enough to have uh, emerged into all of our, uh, all three of us, our, our lives. Uh, he's been around, I think. Um We've grown up, I, I, grew, I sort of, in a way, saw him arrive and, and sort of got to know this character. And you, you become almost, it almost becomes personal. And uh, if I asked you, do you find him virtuous? I don't know what the answer is. Yeah, he's complicated. Do you find, do you find him virtuous? 
Oh, really? Depends. Depends on what. Okay. If I asked you that question, uh, if I asked you that question a year ago, two years ago, would it have? Because from me, if if, if you'd asked me, I would have said, yeah. You know, I mean, this guy's—he's always, you know, the, the kind of characters he portrays. And wow, you know, he's done some incredible things. You know, he's played some incredible. Um, uh, real life characters and brought them to the screen and given them the the their, yeah, he gives their, a lot of characters little, in life, but in the sun, yeah, yeah, but a spot mm. in the sun, you know. Um, it's uh, and then uh, you know, but what what does it take for us to like for someone to fall from a pedestal? Um, you know, um, well, yeah, people can fall, it will fall, it will. It will fall, uh, but it doesn't really take much, it seems. The question and, um, that I think is, how do they come back from falling? That's my thing, because that was said to me, and 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 it took me quite a while to understand. Uh, a very wise man, who I would say carried a kind of definite virtue, definite virtue in every part of his stature, means and ways, and with the the kind of conduct of the the what. what would be called a gentleman, gentleman being one who would always mm. offer himself as service, you know, of service uh, if needed. Uh, he said, when it falls off the pedestal, you just put it back up. Yeah. Mm. Now, that's where the virtue is like so interesting because the virtue then runs between all. It's the virtue of putting it back up again. It is the virtue that is carried by that which stands above. So to speak, mm-hmm. or as we see, yeah, that yeah, carries the qualities that we, the qualities that we aspire to, yeah, something like that. Did you see everything, everywhere, all at once? No, I want to. I saw it, and that was also that's a whole study on nihilism, right? But mm-hmm. then, like that whole that whole film made me think as well about this topic. But that's a side note. Mm-hmm. You want to say something, Aya? No? Okay. Oh, um, I was just saying that I wanted to watch that movie, but I think with virtue, you know, we're talking about pedestals and, you know, people falling off of them. I don't think that the presence of mistakes alters the innate quality of a person. You know, um, of course, depending on on the mistake, you know, there are some really heinous mistakes that a person can make. But, you know, in the case of, for instance, Mr. Will Smith, I don't know the man personally. I don't really know what his real life character would be like. He comes but, from you know, Philly. I have a... <laughs> Certain understanding of where he's from. The Fulu guy, yeah. Yeah, like I um, did a little research. I remember when that whole incident happened about his background and things like that and, you know, provided more clarity on the situation. But like for me personally, something like that does not change the innate virtue Mm -hmm. of someone. You know, we're all humans and, um, you know, emotions tend to get a hold of us sometimes. Our traumas come up in unexpected ways. Right. So it doesn't necessarily. Uh, you know, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have an opinion the virtue of a person. 
yeah, I'm with yeah. you there hundred percent because as you know, that it's going to happen sometime. So, mm-hmm. you know, but it's a very good indication of certain things. It's about, you know, a lot of things. Do you trust the people that are around you? All these things come into play. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The virtue of those around you, you know, virtue does not lie on one. Virtue can lie on an institution. Virtue can lie on a group of people. Virtue can lie on your compadres, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, when one speaks of the virtue, if you're going to take an incident like this, which I know I brought it up on the table, but you take an incident such as, and you've got to look at the whole, and everyone looks just simply at the one. Mm-hmm. When in the whole, the whole is part of that one. It is all one thing as we are learning more and more and more as everybody's jumping in and putting in the boot, you know, and all the like things are popping out um, of the. Uh, institution you know what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. so um you know as that's now you know for for whatever you know because it's vulnerable it can anyway it's it's like you know walking on a crutch um got a limp but it's got a crutch and uh so everyone's putting in a boot but that one incident somehow which is so i I mean erroneous as an incident really Mm -hmm. Really, all of it. Yeah. All of it. It, it beyond it within what can ever be. How much further of ridiculous can we get? I've no. seen good ridiculous happening in the past five to ten years. It's been wow. You know, yeah. it is ridiculous that makes the fifties and the sixties look cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> when it really wasn't, and you had a lot of hairspray. I mean, come on. It's like, is that is that really? And these are your friends? These are the guys that you got behind? This is the representative of what is the whole big institution oh, of compadres. Compadres, eh? Are those your compadres? Did one compadre stand up and say, are you okay, buddy? Nope. No, but did the whole lot turn on the one? Did any of them turn and support that one? Everyone went, hey, come on, a smack. Hey, it happens, and people, things happen, but to see a humanity happen at an incident like that, suddenly everybody jumps in fright because humanity was brought into the place where humanity is supposed to be exalted. <laughs> That's the irony of it all. <laughs> that is more than irony. That is to me sad. Fair. Sorry to put it that way. It is indicative. It shows so much when you speak of virtue. It is a decision we make. It is a decision. That is what is virtue. Mm-hmm. Decisions, decisions, decisions. Choices are not free, but decisions are definitely yours. And and to make a decision where ah, we cannot be safe enough, even amongst our greatest friends, that is what it shows me. And that is definitely not what I think anybody wants to know, because. 
we all would love to feel safe enough with our compadres. Those that stand next to us, male, female, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Humanity. Virtue is a is a time. Virtue is, is, is placed within a capsule of a certain time where nobody knows, actually, because nobody was there except me because I'm so old. Uh, <laughs> but virtue, in, like back in when, when it was exalted, like you say, you know, and where it comes from within the draw, when it's drawn from the uh, very specifically within the the arts, within the uh, humanities, within uh, the courage of, of what you were speaking of, you know, we're, we're very much within lights and, and around the world in the different kind of uh, disciplines um, where there's been service. It's always connected with service. It's like Princess Di, you would say, was virtuous. You see, mm. we saw her as virtuous, which is, is a wonderful thing. You know, and I would imagine a very hard thing to carry. Yeah, you have um, to. Yeah. I think that, like, for me, I just think it's very interesting to to think about it because now it's kind of like, ah, you know, way with the old stuff. Let's just do whatever, like, in some countries. And other countries are, like, still having a very high code of honor. You know what I mean? Like... So it just I think it really depends on the the culture. I think it depends on the the people and the understanding they have about where they are and who they are in the world and mm-hmm. and what is their I their ideal goal, right? Because some people will say, okay, my ideal goal is to 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 give back to people, to give back to others, to do what is good for others. Other people will say that's about me. That's my me, 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 right? So I think mm-hmm. um, I'm really thankful for your your guys' thoughts about this because it's something that I've been discussing with friends. We are thinking, like, just thinking about how art in culture is changing all the time and how these value systems, if you will, are also always changing and how perceptions are built through the visual arts and media is very important because it influences the next generation. We'd like to thank you for joining us for today's episode. This episode was produced by Alma Pictures and Baker Street. Join us next week for the next episode of our podcast. Thank you. Merci. Gracias. Gracias. Danke. And have a great week.